0: Hello, and welcome back to the awakening her podcast. Today's episode is a special episode. It is day one of a two part free masterclass that I am running called manifesting for empaths. I know you're going to get so much out of this episode and out of this part one, we're diving into what an empath is the scale of sensitivity, as well as the empowered empath versus the disempowered empath. So I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. And if you want to officially register for this two part master class to receive the workbook, a free meditation and a 24 hour promo link for the empowered empath join with the link below and you can receive all of those beautiful goodies. And if you are ready to go two feet in and join the empowered empath, which is a five week signature program that I go through to teach you your empath type, your intuitive type grounding protection and clearing strategies, as well as how to master your energy. Check the link in the show notes as well below for the empowered empath. It will change you. You will come out the other side more magnetic, more empowered than you've ever felt. So I invite you into this beautiful five-week program. So without further ado, enjoy day one of Manifesting for Empaths. welcome to manifesting for empaths day one i got lost in a dance party right before this i was like just grooving i've been making these playlists so before this i was literally like busting a move all the mom moves all the like just doing it all and so i feel super lit up today hello everybody thank you so much for joining me welcome to manifesting for empaths so excited to be here hello hello look at all you beautiful souls hello for any of you that are new here ottawa right on fellow canadian Uh, my name is talia joy welcome welcome i am truly excited to be here as you can tell the smile's huge the vibes are high Um, my name is talia and hello toronto amazing and I live on the west coast of Canada. I am a Canadian as well. Indianapolis, I love it. Amazing, Maine, so cool. Welcome everybody, Alberta, welcome, welcome. Um, And I am a manifestation mentor, I'm a quantum activator, I'm an intuitive, I am a seeker on the path here to help you on the path and help you to activate the light and really step into the life that you're here for. So I teach uh, manifestation, I teach law of attraction, but it's also so much more. To any of you that have um, tuned into the podcast, if you can, if you're not driving, give me an emoji if you've tuned into the podcast before you know, if you have, it's so much more than the law of attraction, because I really believe that we are unique souls here to live a unique journey. So it's the law of attraction, but you know, that's what started me out on my journey. But I realized very quickly that, you know, like does attract like the law of attraction is the thing that is really like a dominating law that helps us to create. Here's the thing. What prevents us from just being more positive, just being the vibration of abundance, just being the things we want, right? So it's easy to say that, and it's easy to say like put out abundant thoughts and you'll receive abundance. But what does it actually take to heal yourself to that point, to be able to hold the vibration of faith, of love, of abundance, of expansion, of all these things? So law of attraction is one hundred percent in my experience and what I know to be true, totally legit, totally real, every single time. So consistent, it will always bring you what you're putting out. But what I teach is really how to master that. It's life mastery, so that you are putting out a a higher vibration, but more than that, you're in line with your soul. You're in line with your gifts. You're in line with who you truly are. So I feel the passion arising inside. So I want to give a warning. I will probably swear. So if you have little kids around, be like, Oh, that's just Talia. I have clients. They're like, my, my kids know your voice. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's a good thing, but hopefully it is. Um, but yeah, it's really about sinking into why the fuck you're here. You're here as an individual. And talking about empaths today is so, it's just a part of it. It just lights up my, lights up my soul because this is how we're made. We're made slightly different. Okay. Radically different from a lot of the world. And especially like I'm here and I'm talking to all you beautiful people and my, my, um, clients are empaths and that's my world. But then you go out to the grocery store, you go out to a work gathering, you go out in the world and people don't know of empath honor it as much or know that it this is a gift. So a lot of us, if we have learned about empaths and let me know if this resonates with you, even just emojis, just show me the love. Um, we've felt like we're too sensitive, like we're broken, like we're bad, like we're wrong or unable to handle life or too fragile. Right. And we go through life. Hey Gina, welcome. Hello, Gian. I'm so excited you're here. We go through life feeling that. So until we realize that this is a superpower, which is what we're going to dive into today, and I'm so excited you're here until we learn that, yes, this is resonating. Awesome. We do walk around Feeling more overwhelmed, taking on other people's energy, feeling drained, feeling like we're lacking something. Usually, boundaries are hard. It's difficult to stand up for ourselves. It's difficult to get clear and focused on what we want because there's so much going on in our rich inner world, as I like to say. So, we're more prone to self sabotage and addictive behaviors and really deep, rich inner world that can have deep, rich inner depression, disconnect, feeling like you don't fucking belong, right? So if that's you, I want to say that you belong here and you belong with me. <laughs> we belong in the same bubble with all of these beautiful people that are here truly, because we get it. We get the life of the empath or the highly sensitive person. And if you're not quite sure you're an empath and this resonates with you, be here with me. I'm about to dive into what exactly an empath is and the scale of sensitivity and all sorts of beautiful things. But I just always like to open with that, that if you felt like you don't belong, it's because you have one foot in both worlds. You're trying to be human and live a physical experience, yet you feel energy and you feel emotion and you feel other people's stuff and you feel your own stuff and you feel, you know, the cashier's stuff. And that is a different experience. Imagine walking around, not feeling that. Like sometimes I have these moments, maybe you guys have had them too, where I look around at people. I'm like, it feels like nobody else is picking up on the intensity that I am. Try going to like a mall at Christmas or even concerts and stuff like that that are so fun. I often look around and go like, is nobody else feeling all of this? And it's not just like psychic or intuitive. I mean, it is, and you're, you're going to learn that with me, that those are the, that's the same line of gifts, intuition and psychic abilities. It's the same line as being an empath and feeling unseen energy. So if you felt that way, like you don't really belong, you do, and we we may be a smaller percent of the population, but look at how many people are here right now. And I have so many people. I've had forty five thousand people listen to the podcast or listens at this date and time. So I speak to Mpas. That means there's a huge amount of people out there that resonate with this, that are that so welcome. You're not alone. You're not weird. And it comes down to energy mastery for you. And I'm going to help you with that. So I'm so excited you're here. So that was a little bit about what I do and why I'm passionate about this. I have had a journey. You've heard I won't go too much into my story because I do share it on the podcast quite a bit, The Awakening Her podcast if you haven't heard it. But I have always been sensitive. I've always felt different. I've always felt like I don't belong. I was bullied severely. The first one that memory I just recently uncovered, I was like 5 years old. But then after that I was bullied for my body and it was bu- bullied for being fat and I started to have that disconnect in about grade 3 I think was the first bullying where I I at first I was just a free-loving kid. And I teach about this and activated. I teach about this in work that you, that you do with me in the empowered empath, which I'm going to mention in a few moments. But um, we have these moments in time where we go from being like a fun loving kid who's just like, like I look at my daughters just dancing. They could be in their underwear. They don't care, right? And I was just a kid and I was just living life and I was just climbing trees and we lived in the country and I was just eating popsicles and scraping my knees on stuff. And then one day I was bullied, and I realized. Holy shit, except I probably went like, whoa, because I probably didn't say it at that point. But I am different. My body is not good enough. I should be skinny like my friends. I guess I'm fat. And it was like my world crashed down. I started to become insecure with my body. I started to be aware of being in a bathing suit. I started to not want to be in a bathing suit. And it was slow at the beginning, but as I entered high school and had been bullied several more times really extremely. It's like I I skiff over it, but it was like huge, huge events. Um, I, it turned into a full blown eating disorder because I became convinced because of this thing that had happened when I was a child, that if I shifted my body, if I was skinny, then I would be worthy. And I didn't, Fully know that. I just thought like, if I was skinny, I'd be happy. If I was skinny, I'd feel cool in my body or okay to my body. And I'd be more casual and be able to go to the water slides or the beach or whatever that would totally take care of my problems. Cause that's what I was aware of at the time real realizing later that it's all about self-love and self-honoring, but that wound followed me and body image stuff, eating disorder, addiction, drugs, alcohol, anything to not eat was my jam for like my entire twenties. It was a secret world of a lot of destructive behavior stemming in the fact that I just didn't love myself and I was bullied and I had other traumas in my life and we all have our flavor of not good enough. That was my flavor. So I've been on a healing journey for about 11 years now, 10, 11 years, where I really leaned into intuition, spiritual work. I do share more of my story on the podcast all the time. So make sure to listen for, you know, more, the more full story, but leaned into spirituality, leaned into this stuff I had been studying since I was 14, which was the law of attraction and spiritual princ- um, principles. So I leaned into that and ended up healing my eating disorder on my own. And not that you should have to do it on your own, but I did it through spirit. I did it through this work and realizing I was an empath was a huge part of the journey because it was like, Oh my goodness. It's not that I'm broken and weird as we were just talking about. It's not that I don't belong. I actually have these gifts and I am sensitive and now I can stand here and go, I am sensitive and it is my superpower. And I have to manage my energy. I have to not take on other people's stuff and perceive stuff and all these things we're going to talk about today. But that's just a little bit about me just to get to know each other. You know, like I want to share with you what I've been through. I really aim to be really authentic with my journey and to really say that like, I wasn't always this way. I wasn't always feeling powerful in my life and manifesting all this stuff. It was a long ass bumpy ass road (laughs) to get here with a lot of sabotage and a lot of back and forth. But I leaned into my energy. I leaned into my gifts. And as I said, intuition is the same thread line. Hello, everybody joining. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Intuition is the thread, it's the same thread as being an empath and being highly sensitive. So as you learn to master that, naturally your intuition blossoms because you're naturally gifted. You're naturally gifted with intuition, being an empath, being highly sensitive. So let's crack into all of this. I do want to say, um, after this event, after these two days, if you are ready to go two feet in and you want to take a five week program, I have, I've been talking about it, the empowered empath. It's I've run it a couple times before. So impactful. I love it. It's an incredible program, only five weeks. It's fairly low cost offer as well, because I really just want to arm everybody with this knowledge of life and manifestation strategies for empaths. So you learn your empath type, your intuitive type, how to develop it, how to protect yourself, quantum manifestation, timeline stuff. We go wide, we go deep, but you will walk out with a new level of life mastery and energy mastery focused on manifestation. Focused on healing yourself, focused on creating the life that you desire. So, if you're here and you officially signed up at noon today, which is like an hour and 45 minutes, you're gonna get an email with a special code for the last, the lowest price possible. It's only for 24 hours. So if you feel nudge and you, you know, you're just going to do it anyways, get $44 off, jump in. Um, otherwise the empowered empath, the cart will be open for a couple weeks, but early bird only goes on till the end of the week. It's going to be epic. I invite you in. It's such a beautiful container workbooks and replays and meditations and all this beautiful stuff. Okay. So if you have any questions, reach out to me about that, but let's move on to today's topic. Today's day one. So we're really getting into the foundations, but Talia style is never foundational. (laughs) Talia style is always like we go deep and we go there. So day one is all about, I have my notes here. So if I look here, it's just because I want to make sure to touch on all the juicy goodness. Um, So being sensitive first and foremost, let's just start here. Being sensitive is a scale or a spectrum. So you're not not sensitive or you are, or you're not like, oh, I don't have that. Or I do everybody walking around because we are human. And because we are a particle of source, we are connected to source. We have sensitivity in us. Again, it's the through line to intuition. It's the same pathway as, you know, talking to your spirit guides or loved ones or intuition or gut feelings or knowings or highest self or God source universe nature. It is the same thread line. It's just learning how to develop it. So everybody has a degree of source in them. I mean, we're all totally sourced, but everybody has a potential to connect just as much as I do, or some psychic medium or someone who's never ever heard about intuition. We all have the same access to the information. So being sensitive is actually a spectrum or a scale. So we're all sensitive to different degrees, but yours and mine are more likely turned up a couple 700 notches. Um, so the textbook answer to like what is an empath, what is a highly sensitive person, is somebody who actually has a more active neurological system in their brain. So let's just start here. They have actually been studying in the last like decade and more in the last even few years that highly sensitive people and empaths actually have a, a more active neurological system. So, what this is, is average people, regular people, which I don't even like saying that, but regular people, they filter out things with their brain, right? Our brains, as we know, we only use a small amount of our brains and they say, I forget the numbers totally, so don't quote me on this, but I know that we take in like one bajillion <laughs> particles of stimulus and every second it's not a bajillion, but we take in a lot of stimulus and our brain only filters through what we can handle, what's relevant to us. We don't take in every sight and sound that's available. That's why, you know, dogs or people that are colorblind or people that have extra sensory perception, they're just using different areas of their brains that we all can access. So they've actually studied and let me know if this is interesting to you guys. They've studied that empaths have a more active neurological system. So there's actually something different with your brain that you allow in more stimulus, which to me, I'm like, Damn, they're even proving that we're unicorns, right? This is amazing. So empaths actually have a more active neurological system. So you do take in more than your cousin, Joe, or maybe your partner, or maybe your friends. You do take in more. Other people block it out and don't pick up on the emoting, right? I'm going to talk more about what we talk about, but being able to feel vibes is something that definitely not everybody does pick up on with their brain. We all have the capacity to pick up on information, but some people's brains are actually different. So when we, we pick up on energy that other people's brains actually block out and it's invisible energy, right? Like the way that someone can come in a room and you can just tell that they are not all right, or they are doing great. Or you sense tone, you sense body language, you sense subtleties, right? That other people don't pick up on. This is actually your brain. This is actually the way that you are made. So yay. We're, we're pretty special. Um, And we absorb energy from other people because we perceive it in our brain, whereas other people don't even perceive it. Right. And so this is another thing. I think we're going to touch on this tomorrow. We definitely talk about this in empowered empath, but empaths are more sensitive to clutter. And so clutter in our house, clutter in our kitchen, when we're trying to do something clutter in our office or whatever, even if we put up with it because we're a messy person or something, it drives us nuts under the surface. And most empaths get so much satisfaction out of decluttering or tidying up, especially their sacred spaces. Let me know with a, maybe an emoji or a comment. If this resonates with you, it's because we pick up on the energy of the clutter, whereas other people just scan a room and their eyes just maybe see it, but it has no story. It has no heat, but we see it and we go, oh, I should have done this. And oh, that's so cluttered. And I should have done it yesterday. And I should have this and I should have that because we have this rich inner world. So you are different. And that's okay. Let's celebrate that. Yay. I'm glad to hear that this is resonating. So let's go to the scale of sensitivity. So I like to think of it as a scale this way, uh, horizontally, and at one end is a narcissist. So people love to throw around labels. We love to go like, Oh, they're a narcissist. But what a narcissist actually means is they're very self-centered. They're very self-focused. So You know, somebody could potentially be someone who they don't care who they have to step on to get there because they just care about them. Oh, you just spent the morning decluttering. I love that. Um, It's totally appropriate, right? So they may not care who they have to step on. They do not notice other people's feelings. So you and I, we go like, oh, I don't want to like take the afternoon to myself because like my kids or my partner are like, oh, I don't want to ask for that because then they'll think this. And like we care almost too much, right? About what other people think, which is why boundaries can be an issue. We're working on it. We will get you there. Don't you worry. You're not broken, (laughs) but we care so much. Narcissists don't. And this is why you can plead your heart out or explain something. If you have a parent or a partner or someone you have friction with, that's that's a narcissist, you can explain all this stuff and they turn it around on how that affects them or they turn it around into like, you know, that I didn't mean this, or all I meant was I am. And you can notice it in people. So some narcissists are awful people, but some empaths are awful people too. Doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but it means you're self-centered. So I wouldn't call a kid a narcissist because I actually think narcissist is more of like a developed trait, but you know how kids are very self-centered. And I don't mean that in judgment. It's literally like, where's my stuff. And I don't want this for dinner. And like, no, that's mine. Everything is very me focused. That's where they are. Are in development. That's normal. But it's kind of like that but in an adult. That is a narcissist. So I just want to see Marcy cleaning and organizing helps me ground and calms me. Yes. Remember when you realized that Marcy with the clutter and the empath? I believe you took empowered empath um a couple years ago. Yes. I love it. It does. It just feels so good to declutter. So that's an empath. They have a sense of self-importance. They more just care about, sorry, not an empath, a narcissist. They have a sense of self-importance. They care about things, how they affect them. They often really seek admiration. They need validation of like what other people think of me is much more important. Um, They want what they want and they don't really care what they have to do or what it looks like to get it. And that's more a narcissist. So again, not all of them are awful people, but it's self-centered. It's centered on self and narcissists really attract empaths and empaths tend to attract narcissists because of this thing. So empaths having a harder time with boundaries, a narcissist is like, I'm going to take what I can get and I don't care. They can dominate us very easily. I know people very, very well who are narcissists and it's it's like they're my weak point. It's hard for me to stand my ground. And the more I do this work, the better it gets, but it's still, it's tough. So that's why often narcissists and empaths actually attract each other because an empath has a real, or sorry, a narcissist has a really strong sense of self, even if it's not totally empowered or what we would say that we strive for. They do like know what they want and know who they are. And you're not fucking with me and I'm getting what I want. Whereas the empath, especially the disempowering, empowered empath is the exact opposite. It's like, take whatever you want. Don't let, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking up space. Right. I'm sorry. It's not just a Canadian thing. We do this. You know, I noticed that we're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And it's like, okay, You don't have to be sorry for existing. You don't have to be sorry for taking up space, which is a big thing for us empaths. So the narcissist is at one end of the scale. So Marcy says, absolutely. It was a big breakthrough. I stopped judging myself for it. Especially unicorn quirk. Exactly. Um, so is on that side and then an empath is all the way to the other side, but in the middle is something called a highly sensitive person, which is an HSP. People will refer to, right? If someone says I'm an HSP, unless it means something totally else. When they're talking about this, it means highly sensitive person. So a highly sensitive person in the middle picks up on all of the, or not all of the, but picks on emotions in a room, right? You walk in and you're like, the vibe is either like really high and you're like, whoa, party. Or you're like, the vibe is weird here. So you pick up on the feelings in a room. You pick up on tension, fear, apprehension, a tone and a a voice switch. Like, um, yeah, I'm fine. And you're like, you are not fine. I heard that, right? My husband will do that where he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, crap. I gave it away with the high pitch. But you pick up on that stuff. You can sense that the tone of voice reactions, body language, being a very good judge of character. So Remember it's a spectrum. So if you are an empath, you're also a highly sensitive person. So you may be like, check. Yup. Yup. It's because you are on this spectrum of sensitivity on the scale of sensitivity. So also a highly sensitive person processes deeply and can get really thrown off or Off center, either positive or negative, by what other people are feeling. So you can be like, you know, the one crying when someone else gets a gift because you feel it, especially like a surprise. It's like, as someone else is opening something, or you can be dragged down into the darkness if somebody is in their sort of darker place, more gossipy. So it's really important. And I talk about this huge in the empowered empath. It's, I mean, we're gonna get to this today and tomorrow as well, but the most important thing is to curate your energy on purpose. And again, we're gonna get to that with the four secrets actually that is tomorrow. But because you pick up on so many things, if you're around people that are gossipy or fear E, you're more likely to slip into it because you feel them. So that's a highly sensitive person can get overstimulated really easily. This is where we get into like crowds or tough. Um, and also you can be, I'm not going to get into introvert extrovert too much, but you can actually be an extroverted empath, which is really interesting, but also a lot of empaths are introverted because it's very intense out in the world and it's like, I need time to decompress, but I have met a few extroverted empaths as well. I'd be curious to hear in the comments. Do you know if you're an extrovert or an introvert? Um, and yeah, I I love this stuff. It's so interesting how we're made. So the middle is the highly sensitive person, picking up on all the things, can get overstimulated, can read the emotions. And then all the way at the beautiful other end of the scale is the empath. And the empath is all of the HSP traits. So picking up on emotions in a room, body language, tone of voice, reading the vibe. You're an extrovert. Oh, very interesting. Super cool. Um, my husband's an extrovert and I'm like, I am an introvert. Um, you guys probably know this. Oh, you're a massive introvert. Me too. Me, introvert, introvert. <laughs> it's like the Instagram instro- introvert. Um, one really interesting thing you guys probably know, but what determines it is an extrovert gains energy around people. That's where they refuel. That's where they charge their battery and an introvert recharges their battery, um, alone or in alone time and that's me. But my husband, he gets charged up around people, whereas me after I'm around a bunch of people, I need some time off. Okay, so let's move on. <laughs> that's not what this is about, but I love hearing. Ambivert. What the what? You got to let me know what that is. Um, so on the other end is the empath. And the empath is all of the HSP traits, all of the highly sensitive natures, all of the vibes and they pick up emotion. So thinking of nervousness, pain, anxiety, joy, grief, sadness, they pick up on that emotion and they store it in their bodies. That is the big determining factor between the empath and the highly sensitive person. So a highly sensitive person doesn't often feel sick when someone else is sick. They just pick up on it. They're like, they are not well, but the empath is like, oh my God, my stomach hurts. Right? or I can feel their sadness in my shoulders, or I can feel your anxiety. Like when my husband's tripping out, I have to use my, my strategies because I will get in there and be like, "Ah, you're right. We're doomed. It's like, no, no, Talia, you have to be the lighthouse right now. So like do your protection strategies, get your energy, right? Cause I will pick up on it. Cause I'm like, I deeply feel you. I know. Right. Oh, I love hearing this. A bit of both tend to be more extrovert. Oh, I love that. One to seven days to decompress if the vibes are right. Oh, I'm extrovert. Interesting. Extrovert, extrovert. Introverted, extrovert. I love this. Totally amazing, you guys. That's awesome. So, that is the big determining factor. We feel things in our body. So, how often before a big thing you have to do, an uncomfortable conversation, you feel sick in your stomach? Or if something happens where someone has like bad blood with you or drama and you just know they're over there and it makes you feel sick, you're like, oh, unfinished business or attention or being around other people and feeling their emotions. I was around one of my dad's friends a couple of years ago, I think it was before COVID and he had stomach cancer and I didn't even know how bad it was, but I could feel my stomach and that's happened more than once that, that happens often. Um, we feel it in our body and I could just tell like his stomach was not okay. And he ended up passing away a few months later and it was like, I've never felt it so intense in my stomach. So it kind of made sense. Um, but we can feel other people's anxieties. Also, um, empaths tend to, on the lighter side, be really tied to like really find a lot of emotion and joy in like children and animals. And you could maybe be the one like you know tearing up at the sad or the sappy TV show, but you like feel it in your body if it has to do with kids or animals, or you feel injustice and injustices in the world in your body, like raging. Like you could get sad about the dolphins or about you know whatever to the point of where you're. Crying, where you're physically experiencing it, that is the empath. The empath feels things in their body. So I'd love to hear where you feel you are on the scale. And you could be like, I sometimes pick up on things. So I'm like a light empath or whatever you want to call it. So there's also different types of empaths and that is in the program empowered empath, um, that we dive into, but there's actually many different types where some people are more tied to animals. Some people are actually more tied to nature. This is really common to be a nature empath. It's really, really interesting. And also gives you like that deeper level if you decide to join us in the empowered empath. So I know that being sensitive is a gift, right? And it can feel really overwhelming, but we just need to learn how to use the gift because we have extra mojo. We have extra source running through us, extra potential. We have extra magnetism because emotion fuels the law of attraction emotion is energy in motion. Emotion is what is attracted to you. So if you're feeling really like sad or, and not just because a life event happened, but if you're feeling overall, like really low on yourself, really depressed, you attract more of that. And I have compassion for that. I've been there. I know there's, you know, some of you here, I'm sure resonate with that Feel depression and it's, it's those feelings that propel things forward in a good or a bad way, in a beneficial way or a non-beneficial way. So being an empath, like how many of you are low on feels, right? Like none of us, we are all like, I'm topped up with the feels that is manifestation power. So when you learn how to channel it into gratitude, into well-being, into sensing and feeling and activating your own power by learning how to protect and ground and your empath type and really get centered in your energy, you realize that you are so powerful. We are the type of manifestors that like we want it and it's done. We emote it and here it is because we are powerful manifestors. It's just that most of us haven't really known how to hone that energy and really go through it. So you literally are picking up on frequencies in a room so subtle that most people miss it. That's how gifted you are. That is the unicorn that you are. I know that you're compassionate. I know that people probably come to you for advice or you just feel them, you know, deep down that is a superpower. It's just that sometimes it feels blown out. You feel too emotional or too sensitive, or like you don't have that grounded sense of self that's totally the flip side of the empath and that's what we're going to do and that's what we're talking about is having that foundation so that you can truly use that superpower. You can use that gift of feeling frequencies that are so subtle most people don't pick up on them and their brains are not designed to pick up on them, but for you they actually are. You're designed this way on purpose from source. You are different for a reason. You were made this way for a reason that is on purpose. You are so much more powerful than you know. And it simply comes down to working with and learning how to hone and master these energies. So you are meant to be a leader from the heart. Whether you have a business where you're a leader, or you're just a badass mom or aunt or member of society leading the light, that's actually part of what you are here to do, not when you're disempowered and depleting yourself. It's not like go out and serve more people because some empaths are just fucking depleted going like I can't serve another person. It's time to fill your cup first. But when you talk about a general purpose and a general direction, empaths are here to be the heart. They're here to be the heartbeat of the planet. Like I've been talking about in a few recent podcast episodes, they're here to move love forward to feel, to have compassion, to be driven by the heart. Yeah. It's really tough, my love, when other people tell you you're too sensitive. I have been told that 700 times, 700 billion times. I remember growing up especially, it was, honestly, it was, you're too sensitive. You're just too sensitive, right? Just have boundaries. I mean, they wouldn't tell a kid that, but just don't care. Just drop it. Just let go. You're too sensitive. Don't read so far into this. This doesn't mean so much. Just let it go. I've heard that so many times. And so I feel you, it is hard. And that's when I want to be like, F all of you, you don't get it. (laughs) Life is dense and is intense, right? Yes. We feel you, my love. So it is of utmost importance. And this is what I'm here to do to not just like educate you on this, but to have you truly see that being an empath is a power and we need you. So it's of utmost importance to not bury your gifts, to not retreat into hiding. We are more prone to addiction. We are more prone to reclusiveness, to falling off the happiness wagon, to losing ourselves. Yeah, we are, but we are also prone to more impact and more manifestations and more blissful lives than other people can ever imagine because when you are feeling good and you're in that moment where you're in nature or you've written in your journal or you're having a cup of tea or you're on a trip and you're just like in gratitude to the point where it gives you body shivers and you could cry because life is so beautiful those times those times you've had those moments or an embrace when you're like oh i just feel this remember when we used to hug <laughs> you know your heart is full that is so powerful and that's what you're meant to live in so it's really just about really honing those energies and really be doing what you need to do to show up as that person, which of course is what we're talking about here. I'm not just not going to share with you how to do that, but that's what we're talking about in these four days, particularly tomorrow, the four things you have to do. And then the five week journey and the empowered empath, if you want to integrate and take it further, sometimes I get frustrated and don't know how to handle what I'm feeling in an argument. with My partner It comes out in frustration. Yes. Taking on their shit totally. And that is tough. That is tough. And that is why our journey, like you were led here for a reason, meaning this type of work, whether it's me or it's just this type of work for a reason, because we do have a lot of healing to do often as empaths, because we almost all of us, well, all of us have experienced trauma, experienced trauma, but a lot of us have been through a lot of crazy stuff and we carry it emotionally still, right? Those limiting beliefs, the inner child work, the shadow work is really important for empaths because we do carry it emotionally. We take a snap. Snapshot In time where we were scared, we felt not enough and we carry it in our body member. So we are more prone to excess emotional weight or dis ease or inflammation or gut issues or allergies because these things get materialized and manifested into our body. So if that resonates with you and you resonate with my work, the program activated is about this. It's healing and reprogramming and dismantling and then mastering your energy. So we do have that rich inner world because we still are feeling it because we experienced it at one part in time and we got frozen there. Our nervous system got frozen there and we feel it deeply, right? I was bullied and the feeling of not being good enough of my body being shameful. I can still go there if I wanted to, or as I'm healing and it's so deep, the despair, the belief, right? That that's what I'm healing. And right now I am on a body healing journey beyond just body image. It's now physical body and pain that I am actively miraculously healing. And now it's time to go even deeper with my stuff uncovering memories I forgot about. Right. So that's not what this, um, the, these two days are about necessarily, but if this calls you, if this gives you tingles the program activated, of course, but just note it's it, you do need some more healing as we all do. So moving on, I really want to you to remember that you have gifts. So I'd like now to take a moment and in the workbook, if you officially signed up, you got the workbook. We want to start showing what your gifts actually are and starting to bring them to the surface. So what are your gifts? Not the too sensitive part, not the whatever. What are your gifts to do with sensitivity? So things like I can pick up on people's pain and help them, or I give really great hugs. I'm a great person to talk to. I'm a great listener. Often if a friend says like, no, I'm fine. And then I ask a couple other compassionate questions, they can open up. People feel safe with me. Animals love me. I try to do good in the world with my heart. I'm generous, right? Things like that. Again, even if some of them are like, and I get taken advantage of, let's not focus on that yet because that comes in the empowering part. But what are your gifts? is it intuition? Is it being able to feel what path is right for you and generally making good decisions? Maybe you have like wild predictions, or like I said, you're an amazing nurturer or hugger or lover or with that compassionate heart. What are your gifts? I want, I'd love for you to type in the chat and also to move through the workbook. If anybody didn't sign up officially, I can put the link in after. If you're listening to the podcast, I'll put it in the show notes, um, to get the workbook, to just take you through this stuff. So what are your gifts? You can pick up on other people's emotions. You can help people. You have a compassionate heart. You're here for love. You're here for good. You're here for healing. You're intuitive. You can tell when people are off. You deeply care about people, right? These are gifts. And why are they gifts? And why does the world need more of them? This is important. We all want to learn grounding and clearing techniques. Totally. But why are your gifts important? If your gifts were the biggest blessing ever to also leave room to go like, and I can hone my gifts. I can learn them. I can heal. I can continue. But why are these gifts? I would love to hear who's brave enough to share. Why are your gifts gifts? Why does the world need more of this? So I'm going to talk while I wait for your answers about the disempowered empath versus the empowered empath and i want to see yourself i want you to see yourself because there's part of you that already are, is empowered and there's part of you that is still in the disempowerment and this is you know where we know that we need to continue doing this work continue healing continue rising i thought my dog was trying to come in um so the disempowered empath is has too many emotions is feeling really not too too much. I shouldn't say that you would say it's too much. I've got too many emotions, right? I'm not judging you because I know what it's like. Spirit guides are judging you. They know what it's like, but feeling so many emotions flooding in at any one time and feeling out of control with them. They take you over like a wave. Another thing is overwhelm and anxiety. That's what we're extremely prone to. If I could say one word of being an empath is overwhelm (laughs) when it's not empowered, when we don't know how to use our gifts or even what we're prone to. I'm still prone to overwhelm, even though I practice this stuff and I live in this more empowered state. So that's something that's very common for us. The next one is picking up on other people's energies and having it throw us off, right? So That is so normal. That's at the grocery store, in the mall, with your partner, with your friends, with your clients to not get thrown off by other people's energies. It's completely possible. And it's like the journey. It's like the golden carrot that like empaths go for. Some people want the six pack abs. It's like, I want to be in a room and not be thrown off. Does anybody else have that as a goal? I feel people's pain and emotions. I can make people feel calm and relaxed and so loved. That is a gift. Thank you for sharing my love. Thank you. So another thing is we feel failure, but I call it perceived failure. and We feel it deeply. So a lot of empaths have this like, I'm not where I should be in life, right? I've failed people. Or they focus only on like, oh, I'm an awful mom. I did X, Y, Z versus how amazing you are. It's feeling, feeling, um, perceive failure deeply and i could go on about why our brains are are wired to survive to detect when we're failing right? Doesn't help. But because we are so emotional, we take it on and we, we, um, feel that emotion so deeply. So we're so aware of how our first marriage didn't work or how we've changed career paths, or we don't have the clients we yet want, or we're not making enough money or our body isn't there yet. And we feel it. And again, we store it in our bodies and it gets manifested as physical ailments, as excess weight, as inflammation, as dis ease, whether it's a disease, or it's just dis ease anxiety, tension, right? Inflammation pain. I know I'm talking about these things and repeating some of them, but that's how it gets manifested. And part of that is this perceived failure. Like I'm not doing a good job where someone else will be like, you're doing a great job. And you're like, what are you even talking about? I don't feel, I feel like a mess. That's really common for empaths because again, we've just feel it so deeply. So getting depleted and neglecting yourself to serve others Like show of hands, if anybody's done that before. So allowing yourself to become depleted and really like over-serving, right? Whether you're helping people all the time, or you're a mom and you're giving, 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 or whatever it is, it's very easy to get depleted and not care for ourselves. Because again, we feel bad. We don't want to be a burden. We I'll do it later. I'm less important because we've learned that the way we are is not accepted. The way we are is not valid. We don't belong. So why not shove off our needs? Because we don't fully understand, right? The capacity of this. Bring awareness to mother nature's gifts, picking up on feels, listening. I love that pretty good at helping people feel like they can be themselves safe and loved. Yes. I love that. You guys, thank you for being these people, such gifts, such fucking gifts. And why does the world need more of that? Nature's gifts, making people feel heard, nurturing, making them feel comfortable. The world needs more of that. The world needs more of you. So on the disempowered side, um, also feeling like you don't belong creates separation. So you often walk around feeling alone, feeling like you don't belong and probably doing this. I know that's what I do. I'm like, eh, I'm good because I just, it's intense and I don't feel like I belong. And so it's easier to isolate. So then I feel unsupported. I'm like, where are all my people? Whereas I spend all my time doing this because life is intense, right? So (laughs) let me know if anyone can relate to that dichotomy, right? Like everyone stay the fuck away because this is too much. And then I'm like, but on the flip side, where's my people, right? Um, also lacking boundaries. I'll just rip through a few of these. It's hard for us to stand our ground. Confrontation is tough. Confrontation is tough. It's hard to stick in our boundaries, right? If you say like, I'm going to go do something nice for myself, or this is my bottom line. And then something happens and it's like, all of a sudden you, it's like, okay, I'm going to lose, leave all this stuff to serve other people. Those boundaries. It's hard to stick to Abby. Yes, totally get that. Yes. Okay. So also something else that's really common is difficulty to be clear and focused. And this is because things take our energy and we feel trajectories. Again, we have this gift, but we just haven't learned the discernment yet. So we're like, Oh my God, we could do this. Or, Oh my God, we could do that. Or, Oh my God, I want to do this. And Ooh, shiny over here. And it's not an attention span problem. It's that we feel all these possibilities or things we should or shouldn't do, or maybe getting in our head and being like, I can't do that because of this, or I can't do that. It's hard to sometimes focus and be clear because our energy is so blown open, it's much like if you're feeling amazing and someone comes around as a dark cloud, you're like, "All my joy's out the window," because now it's like, I'm either upset, or "I feel your pain, or I believe you," or whatever. We're thrown off our center again. So sometimes it's hard to get clear and focused, squirrel, totally, like something shiny. Oh, squirrel. Um, and stay in our lane. But once you do learn your authentic energy and really like get into that state of really understanding the way that this works, especially with manifestation in life, it becomes really easy because you're like, no, I feel this is where I need to go. So like blinders, I'm doing it. I feel it. I'm leaning in. I'm trusting, right? You can do that. (laughs) Photo mama, you resonate. So it's possible. It's also possible. And it doesn't have to be hard. And I just want to say this as I go through, because there's a lot of like disempowering things and I'm going to move on to the empowering things to wrap this up and really show you more of your gifts. But just remember that everybody struggles with something, right? Whether you're an empath or not, it's not like, I hate, I am just going to say it. Okay. I'm just gonna say it. I hate when I see people be like, Oh, I'm an empath. It's such a curse. And that might've been you, but you're learning different because everybody has their struggles. And some men feel like they're not, you know, muscular enough. And some women feel like they're only a stay at home mom or their weight or someone else has mental health issues and somebody else has physical digestive issues and someone else, you know, doesn't have functional parents or didn't get that opportunity to have love as a kid and somebody else was abused and somebody like we all have stuff. So your bag of tricks, your mastery is your energy. It is working your energy, which will work life, which is the law of attraction is manifestation because who you are being is what you manifest. So if you're this disempowered empath, which we all have aspects of this, we've all been there. There's no shame, no judgment but if you are that you're attracting more of that. So to try to do more law of attraction, um, you know, affirmations, or to try to do one meditation, to try to do this and to do that to manifest. And how do I do this? And like, we're trying to scatter and find all these different tools. It's like, no, you have to empower you because you are prone to these things, but everybody struggles with something. And so you struggle with a superpower. So Actually, you're going to end up in a very short amount of time feeling so fucking blessed and actually on top of the world about it because you are gifted and everybody struggles with something. So you're not worse off. In fact, I'm stoked to be this person. I'm stoked to be an empath. It's been hard, but now I know different right? Like we've been through that stuff. We've been through it already. So now we can learn different and create different and create different tomorrows. So don't spend more time thinking it's bad. Don't say that to people. Don't reinforce that. It's a fucking gift. You are here to be compassionate and compassion and love. Okay. (laughs) So a couple more things is we Tend to be a target for energy vampires, right? Have I talked about the narcissist and the empath, they have this like little dance until we really realize what's going on. Um, we're also thrown off by many things in a day as I've also touched on smells, like our senses are heightened. So anybody let me know if that resonates with you. Sometimes our, our senses are actually turned on more. So we're more overwhelmed by smells, textures, negativity, chaos, vibes, This is literally where this morning there was a loud song playing and my daughter's trying to ask me something and my husband's telling me something. And I'm like, nope, maxed out. Nope. I can't, can't take in another thing. Really. If I smell toast at this point, I'm going to be over the edge because I feel it all. I take it in. So we tend to get overwhelmed and thrown off by different things, including fabrics you wear. Let me know who loves things like cotton and bamboo. (laughs) because maybe polyester makes you feel like you want to scratch your eyeballs out or maybe the right polyester is fine, but it has to be comfortable. What about a scratchy sweater? What about a shirt that's too tight and you're not feeling it? What about pants cutting in? No, thank you. (laughs) I cannot show up as my best self with pants that are cutting in and polyester making me sweat. I just can't. So start to notice these things that you pick up on more so you can be thrown off by more, but you can also work the energies to bring in incense, to bring in comfortable fabrics that still look amazing, to give yourself, put the slippers on, right? For some of you old school Talia people, you understand what I'm saying with that. Just put the slippers on, feel the warmth, give yourself that gift. So these are some disempowering things, right? Also hurt feelings and taking things personally, that's really common. So I'm gonna say now, and we're wrapping up very soon, when you're dealing with all of this, it can be very challenging to manifest what you want. When you're dealing with a rich inner world, feeling like you don't belong, separation, lack of boundaries, feeling overwhelmed, and then someone comes along and says, just law of attraction it, just manifest it just feel good. Right. And you're like, okay, (laughs) I've been trying that. Maybe this doesn't work for me. Maybe law of attraction doesn't work. Maybe I can't change. Maybe manifestation doesn't work. Maybe I'm doing something wrong that everybody else is doing right. It's gotta be another mantra. If I just get the right crystal, I bet I'm going to hack the code. No, it's energy. It's mastering your unique energy the same way we would with anything else. When I had an eating disorder, I healed the eating disorder because my unique energy was lost in that. If someone has rage issues or they're prone to something, they go and they heal that because that's their unique energy presenting as rage and they heal it. So it's like, whether it's good or bad or whatever, you have unique energy, Yeah. And then you feel bad about yourself. Exactly. My love. I'm so with you and I hear you and I see you and it's not wrong. And law of attraction is real and it actually is quite simple. And when you get on the up, it is easy, but the part that's been missing, missing, missing is manifesting for empaths is different. It's different. So now we're going to flip into the empowered empath. We are naturally observant. So all of these things tomorrow, I'm giving you like the four secrets that you have to do first, and then your unique game plan for manifesting being an empath. But I want this to start to prime you for tomorrow and lead you even today to know what you can do. So these positive traits, these superpowers that we have, when you can lean into any of them, you will start manifesting more even by tomorrow. So you can start this work early, right? And also the workbook. I want you to see and go through that process. It'll just deepen the understanding. So the empowerment. Powered empath is naturally more observant and perceptive. So when you're manifesting, use that observation and perceptiveness to be like, that does feel right, or that doesn't feel right. Or that person gives me a no feeling. And I know boundaries are an issue. So I'm really going to try to honor that because that this collaboration doesn't feel right, or this person doesn't feel right. Or even sometimes your partner the person you're dating or a friend that you no longer dive with or resonate with, you're like, it doesn't feel right. So these are things you can start to do to manifest more because you already have the superpower. So the empowered empath is naturally observant and perceptive. They are activating manifestation with their big energy. Like I talked about when you're moved to emotion, when you're focused, when you're passionate and you're like, I am saving the pandas or I am going to do this business or I'm going to heal my body. I am determined to feel better in my life. That's it. I'm going for it. You activate manifestation. We do so well when we're supportive, sorry, supported, and especially community empaths. Think of it, right? When there's other people around you going like, I see the light in you. I believe in you here, like hold space. You're enough. Here's some tools. Let's do this. You're like, yeah, because you've always felt alone. Meanwhile, when we're alone, we go like this deep, rich inner world and these feelings of being alone, these feelings of separation, right? So you do so well supported, so well in a group or with whatever a mentor, a friend, when someone else gets you and supports you and sees the best in you, even if it's just someone going like, I hear you, you go like, oh fucking thank God. (laughs) That's what I do. And then I melt into a puddle. I'm like, just hold me. (laughs) Right. So the nat the empowered empath activates manifestation with their big energy. And when that's on the right side, which it will be very soon for you and probably already is getting that way, how you feel right now, this is the good side. Allow that that gratitude and those feelings of vibes to fill up your heart right now, go, Oh my goodness, I am so glad I'm learning this stuff. Feel that allow that to bring more to you, attract more books, friends, join the empowered empath, whatever feels right. Allow that feeling of like, "Mm, yes, I feel understood. I feel heard these people here joining me today, these people listening and on the same page understand me. So allow you to feel that allow yourself to feel that and allow that to be aimed towards manifesting you more things. So you're also naturally intuitive as I, as I said, so using your intuition with manifestation is way better than using logic for you. If something feels intuitively right, especially as you learn more. And in the empowered empath, if you join me, we go through intuitive types. So that's something that's also really important for you to learn. And you can learn that out in the world. You can learn that through me, but when you know, your intuitive type leaning into that as an empath is like gold intuition is part of you, whether you feel intuitive or not. Intuition is a key part of being an empath and a key part of manifesting as an empath. So the next is you manifest easier when you're tuned in and everybody can, we can say that, but again, because you have a rich inner world, because you feel things deeply, when you're tuned in, you're like tuned in. That's like when you guys see me or you hear a podcast and you're like, shit, she is on fire, right? Like right now (laughs) feeling it. It's because I'm here. I am present. My energy's all on board, but I'm also the person that if I'm not into it, I'm just like dead energy. Like my, my, I feel like I'm a different person all the time for my family. Cause sometimes I come in and I'm like, I'm good. My husband's like, are you okay? Other days I'm like family, what's going on? Are we having chicken or what's up? (laughs) Are we, is it dinner time? I'm all stoked. And they're like, whoa, whoa. That's like a lot of energy. It can be good. It can be a lot. It can be whatever but that energy is tuned in, tapped in, turned on. And that's where we manifest gold. So getting your emotions on board and tuning into love, gratitude, good feelings, have a bath, go in nature, take a deep breath, breathe through, locate the source inside you. And that energy that comes out of your heart as an empath is Meg fucking netic. That's a first Meg fucking netic. So also the empowered empath is drawn to nature, is centered in nature, receives wisdom from the trees, is connected deeply to earth, to nature, to the source that flows through all of us. So to be more empowered, Be more in nature. And if you live in a city, if you live somewhere where you can't get into nature, bring it into your home, plants, crystals, wood, you know, things that are of nature rocks. I know you go to the beach and collect your favorite rocks, bring them home, make an altar um, bring nature into your house and into your life, into your room, nature. You are deeply connected to nature as an empath. And that is a huge part of where you find empowerment. And when you are empowered, I don't know about you, but I download whole like programs while I'm in nature. I'm like, Oh my goodness, I have to teach this and this because I just can receive so well. Yes. No wonder you love nature. And as I mentioned earlier, there actually is a nature empath that is distinctly even more tied to nature than the rest of us, which is so really interesting. I have a client who went through the empowered empath and after she would go to nature with her notebook to connect to source, which is a lot of us do that, but she didn't realize it was so powerful. She was also trying to connect to source other places and was finding it hard. If there was noise or there was chaos or even a meditation track, she's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. She goes in nature. She downloads life. She upgrades her cells. She's like, Talia, I'm so connected. I'm like it's cause you're a nature empath, that's where you should go to receive guidance, to pray or be, or spend as much time in there as possible because it will heal you. It is so healing. So, um, again, if this resonates, I deeply invite you guys to join the empowered empath for anybody that signed up, you'll get an email at noon. So it's like, uh, in an hour with a special code for the lowest price for just 24 hours. If that is interesting to you, um, it is such an Epic program. So more than nature, or uh, in addition to that, the empowered empath. I want you guys to hear this. This is so cool and unique. We are deeply connected to the moon, whether you realize it or not. So if you're one of those people that have always had like a secret love affair with the moon, you're like, Oh, look at her shining in the sky or felt crazy at the full moon or felt the call to set intentions in the new moon, that kind of thing. You felt deeply connected to the moon. It's because you're an empath and we are deeply connected to the forces nature, right? You hear this, you're seeing a thread through all of this intuition, nature, moon, we are deeply connected. So another thing I love teaching on that I'm finding ways to bring it in again is manifesting with the moon. Cause I know that shit, like the back of my hand, I love it. Actually, part of the um, bonuses for the empowered empath is a moon manifesting, like cheat sheet guide on the different, um, phases and what to do for manifestation in there. But all the different phases actually bring different energy as you know, right? So just noting your moods and your correlation with the moon, and if you feel called, get more in line with the moon phases, get a moon app, start looking into it, learning about it because you are deeply connected to the moon more than regular people. So, um, the next is, again, I mentioned this already, but you quantum leap when you're supported, because when you have people, even if it's like, so this is personal, but my husband, like he's my soulmate. I've never experienced somebody who loves me so deeply and so purely that when I'm around him, I'm just like even more elevated because I can feel his love and I'll be in like frizzy hair, no bra, sweatpants, no makeup for days. It's not an external thing. I feel his deep love and support and it makes me a better person being around him, being near him. That's also how I feel with, you know, my besties or my mentors. And it's like, you pull me forward to see the light in me because I didn't always see the light in me. I didn't always love me. But when I had people that loved me before I loved me or saw the light in me before I saw the light in me, it was so transformative. So whether that's a therapist or a counselor or your friends or mentors or whatever, someone that roots you forward, pulls you forward is so huge for an empath. The eclipse, I love that. It's so beautiful. Yeah, so doing well when you're supported and mentored, and that can come through books and podcasts and you know, good friends. It doesn't always have to be a teacher or a mentor. It can be feeling supported, having someone see the light in you. That is so big, especially when you're manifesting. So if you're wanting to attract money, here's a good one, you guys, for everybody that's really like here with me. If you're wanting to create, say it's a business. And you gotta be careful with telling people your dreams because you're an empath. So say you're like, I'm gonna go big or I'm gonna write a book or you have some big dream or even I'm gonna get pregnant when I've been told I can't. Something big. When there's people around you that go like, "Mm, that like crushes us. Because we feel their doubt and we take it on, right? So having people around you that are like, fuck yeah, you are of course you're going to heal. Of course you're going to raise up, right? And you may not get that from everyone. So one thing I really say to empath people and clients and friends, and take this if it resonates, is be careful who you share your big, important dreams and visions with. I am going through a miraculous healing in my body. If I was going through this two years ago, I wouldn't have told not one person because I would have felt anybody's like, you're healing what? Like, you really think you can heal this? It's supposed to get worse as you get older. And I would be like, yeah, you're right. Oh my God. But now I'm so empowered in this. I'm not telling everybody. I'm telling like my close, close clients, my husband, Not, not huge yet, but I'm starting to declare it more and more because my energy is solid. But when I, when my energy isn't solid, I don't tell people anything. I don't say I'm creating this program that's going to change people's lives or my podcast is going to be the X, Y, Z, or this book is going to change the world. I keep it sacred and I keep it close because when I see people go like, it's really hard to get a book published like only a few people really get like a New York times bestseller. I will feel that. And I go, no, (laughs) you can't take my joy. So on the flip side, being supported people that go like, yes, you can fuck. Yes, you can. Those are the people you need to stick around and stick to in your journey of evolution, stick around, be around. Right? So a couple more things, and then we are wrapping up Um, so the next thing is your powerful, creative feminine energy, whether you are a man, a woman identify as whatever, we all have feminine energy within us. And that feminine energy is creation. It's manifestation. So the empath being really tied to emotion and intuition, we are energetic, usually more dominantly female, but again, this could be a male. This could be no matter what you identify with, but that feminine energy is creative. It's intuitive and it is creation. It is the it is the juice of what materializes things, of what moves people forward. Why can I transfer emotion from me to you through a podcast or through this beautiful masterclass and embed it in you to activate it in you potentially forever, however much you let it in. It's because I'm transferring energy and that is that feminine energy that can transfer from me to you. And that is what can help you, does help you manifest things, especially abundance and love and, and self healing and all the things you're going for, that feminine, powerful energy is strong in you and is the creation energy. So again, super, super power. Um, and then when you're on inspired, you're on fire. We talked about this with being tuned in, but when you're inspired, When you're like, I have to do this, you could stay up till 2am painting a painting or doing a sales page or writing or whatever, because you're inspired when you're inspired. There's like no stopping you. That's where we need to get the empath is into, into a place of inspiration. And for any of you that haven't heard this inspired is in spirit. So when you're inspired, you're in spirit. When you're inspired to join a program, when you're inspired to write a book, when you're inspired to go to nature and bring your journal and just see what happens, that is you in spirit. So spirit runs deep and strong in you empath. And it's time to really tap into that because you are more deeply connected. It's not just a superpower to try to make you feel better. It's like you have the fucking flow of creation moving through you in a higher volume than other people do. The tap is more open. I picture a hose, right? You can open that shit up and it just, or it's like dribbles. People are working with dribbles and you're working with full force. So it's time you're called to this life. You're called to quantum leaping. You're called to expansion for a reason. You're called to here right now for a reason mastering your energy. Because when you're inspired, when you're in line, when you're clicked in, you are the, you're the most powerful. You're more powerful than you know, than you can see for yourself at this point in time. You have no idea of your power. I see it like you have these massive wings and feathers and beauty right behind you. And you're going like, where are my wings? Like, where's the magic? But it's all around you. It's you are the magic. So it's really time to take this stuff in. And then in addition to that, the last point is that you also have magnetic receiving energy because your ability to receive, even if it's negative vibes, draining vibes, emotion, right? That ability to receive again, it's the same through line as your ability to receive abundance, ability to receive intuition, ability to receive what life is offering you. Lessons, healing, mentors, bravery, abundance, all the things. Your receiving channel is very big. That's why it's like, I'm receiving everything. You go into a crowd and you're like, I'm receiving everybody's stuff and shame and fear and happiness and elation and drunkenness and like, oh my God, it's so much. But that's the same channel that is open to receive my love. So what you are putting out is actually easily coming back to you. And so that's why it really comes down to just empowering this. And tomorrow in part two, we're going to talk about, I had to lay all this foundation, but we're going to talk about the four things that you need to do first, or you absolutely need to do to manifest. And these are not the things that everyone else is talking about for manifestation. I'm not just going to come to you with the right journal prompt or the right mantra or candle ceremony because it's, it is about mastering your energy. So how do we bring all this in and focus on a few key things to open us up to manifestation? That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. And I'm going to be with you and helping you and encouraging you. And also with the workbook to create your manifestation game plan to find these things that open you up like a portal and start committing to doing more of these in your life. And I'll share more about what makes me a portal and what I commit to, to manifest. And it's not any law of attraction practices specifically. It's energy. It's energy alchemy. It's upgrading. It's healing. It's expansion. It's being tuned in it's being in nature. It's being connected to my natural gifts and not resisting them and claiming them and stepping into them, but also protecting me. So we're going to get to all that tomorrow so much. I'd love to hear any last words, emojis. If this has resonated with you, if this has served you, it is eleven eleven on my clock to all of you in the Pacific time zone. Happy eleven eleven. and to anyone else, it's eleven eleven somewhere. So take in our magic. So I love you guys so much. I can't wait to see you tomorrow for day two. And again, for any of you that are like, fuck yes, I'm into the empowered empath. You will get an email in like 50 minutes with a special code that is only val- valid, or special link only valid for 24 hours to give you the lowest, lowest, lowest possible price on the program. If you're just fast, a- fast action, if you're just in watch for that, otherwise watch for the email. Yes. I'm so glad you guys this resonated. Oh, you're so welcome for the email reminding you again tomorrow. We will be back at the same time tomorrow. Oh, I'm so grateful, Lori. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you, you guys. Thank you so much. You are seen. You are heard. I get you. It is a dense experience, but you're on the right side of life. You're on the right side of life. And all gifts have a other side, but they are a gift and you are magical and you've always known you're different and you always knew you were here for big things and you always knew that you were a light It's just, you've been through a lot and you've learned a lot, but I'm here for you and I get you. So until tomorrow, sink into that, sink into that intuition, into those knowings, into that centeredness, realizing that you are fucking magical. Look around and see what you can perceive and pick up on. And I'll meet you back here tomorrow for some incredible new tools and practices to take this up a notch and really show you what you need to do differently. So I love you so much. If you have any questions about the Empowered Empath or anything else, reach out and I will see you back here tomorrow. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her daily practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her Manifesting Apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out